You're listening to Supporting Siblings, where we share the experiences of our not-so-typical life as a brother and sister of individuals impacted by developmental disabilities. Here are your hosts, Larry and Laura. You know what, Laura? We have been saying, let's record uh, tomorrow afternoon for, what, two weeks now? At Uh, least two weeks. (laughs) At least. At least. Well, you know what? It's okay. It's okay though. I mean, there's a lot of cool stuff happening and I don't know about you, but, uh, I'm looking to buy a calendar stretcher (laughs) so I can take an extra nap in about two or three more hours of working. I know. (laughs) It's been a crazy stretch of running, 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 but lots of good things. A lot of, I know a lot of good stuff. And I mean, despite despite the low end of the roller coaster, both of our ends here and also with our, with Billy and yeah. we'll get into that in a minute. Like, but, um, it's all the, the thing is, is everything is that has been difficult to get through is turning out really cool. And yeah. we got some announcements to make a little bit later in the show, which are nice. And so the last episode we did, obviously we did the bonus episode with John, John and, I started creating one last night when we'll get into that announcement in the second half of the show, but both of us uh, have been staying in touch with Amanda Slobe and um, boy, some of the nicest comments, Laura, online with her circle of friends. I was really, uh, I love that episode and there's definitely um, some birth going on there and some, and nurturing a seed. It's going to go. It's just going to be the timing of it all. And, it, and one of the things we talked about, which is going to be one of our first topics tonight, I guess we're just calling this like a, a current events show and what's been going on with both of our brothers and how what we've had to do, you and me and together, all that uh, to deal with mm-hmm. it. So one of the things we talked about was being very, really defensive of our brothers and even to where we had crossed the line. And um, something happened not... I mean, how long after that episode came out did this incident happen? And I'm just going to let you go roll with this. You know, it was like matter of it was like a matter of days, like a matter of days that we had talked about how fierce and ferocious we feel sometimes towards um, our siblings and defending them and, you know, just having to step up and, you know, sometimes just really, really having to be ferocious and and like within a matter of days I got a phone call from Billy's Dayhab the quality assurance person gave me a call and said that there was an allegation that Billy was slapped in the head by the driver of his bus company and you know, that they had to launch an investigation that there was going to be, you know, it was filed with the Justice Center and that is a, a thing here in New York State based on a law called Jonathan's Law that there has to be an investigation, a thorough investigation when an allegation of abuse or neglect comes up. person that witnessed the incident was, um, they are a refugee from another country. And so they have a language barrier and they are also afraid to report things to the authorities. So what they did, and credit to them, they 
reported it to, they didn't actually know, I mean, in their defense, they didn't actually know who to report it to. You know, they're not familiar with the processes here in our country. So they reported it to their social worker that is working with them. And that person did some homework on, you know, who the company was and who the person was. They report, they then figured out where the bus was headed and who the person was, and they reported it to Billy's Dayhab, and then they informed me. My first question, very first question I asked when I found out that that happened was, is there a cam- was there a camera on the bus? You know, right. this, and it's not a bus, it's like a, kind of like a box van that you'll see like, you know, at airports. Similar like the airport transfers, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and it's that type of vehicle. And the question, you know, the answer to the question was no, that there wasn't any um, cameras. And, you know, uh, so they had to. um, And that obviously would have ended it right there. It either A, would not have happened or we wouldn't have where we're at right now, which is we're about two weeks out. And obviously you mentioned investigations take time. Right. But so. In the meantime, I mean, where is it at now? And then, I mean, I know, but tell the world where it's at and then what you started almost yeah, immediately. So, right. Again, I, I, you know, found myself very frustrated, thankful for the system that we have in place, but yet also frustrated with the shortcomings that can happen in terms of, you know, I mean, just give you, you know, like I asked you know, immediately, well, what about criminal, a criminal sort of charge against this person that's, that's got physical with someone who can't even help themselves? And, and not only is the law, because Billy, thankfully, truthfully, thank, I'm very thankful that Billy had no marks or didn't have a bruise or a black eye or didn't lose teeth and, you know, any of that kind of stuff. But because he didn't have a physical, like a, a really bad physical problem from this hit, it becomes a violation or, you know, basically just a a very low charge. But the principle of it for me is, hey, you can't go around doing that kind of stuff to people that can't help themselves. And it really opened my eyes to how vulnerable, I mean, it's not something that we didn't know, but the vulnerability of people who are unable to fight for themselves and speak up and say, hey, somebody hurt me. And I really like just sat and thought about all the horrible things that could happen and no one would know and no one would know because there are so many people that just don't have the capability to speak up. So, right. And now um, this is the interesting thing about this is, I mean, the, the hundreds of thousands of cameras that are everywhere in our lives right now, all of, uh, all of New York state's public transportation has has cameras there's cameras Mm -hmm. in and out of the facilities all of that but this was a private transportation company that was not required by law to have a camera on the bus which is not very difficult now (laughs) you know no and actually the really funny thing is is there are insurance companies that are it's not expensive right i mean you know their their insurance companies are offering people hey, if you put a camera in your vehicle, you'll get a discount on your insurance because if it shows you're a safe driver, you know, so it's, it's, it's happening, but there's nothing there that regulates. I did a little research after it happened because I thought this is just absurd, and I did find that any kind of state-run vehicle 
that might be owned by a, any kind of state agency has to have a camera in it. Um, and obviously school buses have cameras in them and that's right. great, but not these private transportation companies. And so, you know, we're knee deep in the investigation um, with this, uh, the, the, what happens is the New York state justice center um, has not investigators that work for them, but it's basically investigators that work for the agencies. So they'll give it, the, the Justice Center will say, okay, you are a designated qualified investigator. You're going to investigate this incident and report back to us. If it becomes a substantiated claim, um, then that will lead to other um, co consequences for the person who it was substantiated against. But that does not cover criminal issues. And so, you know, without, when I talked to a detective from the Buffalo Police Department, they said that they needed the witness statement. And that witness is very afraid to come forward. They don't understand the logistics of our legal system. They're not from yeah. this country. They're afraid to speak out because they're afraid their child is their own child that has a disability is going Correct. to have repercussions on them and I understand all of that and I get it because I'm assuming I can only say if I was in another country and I didn't know what to do I'd probably be just as scared you know so um I certainly don't hold that against them I get it um but the detective did tell me so this is what I'm waiting on at this point if through the investigation through the justice center that a statement is made by the witness to the investigators for the Justice Center, right. he can then use that statement for criminal charges. So that's what I'm waiting on. Right. So um, if there would have been a camera on the bus, mm -hmm. all this would have been over. Mm -hmm. So what I what I, I really like, I mean, um, you started something out of this, and I don't know how many signatures. We still have the link on supporting mm -hmm. siblings. You started a petition to yep. uh, require um, cameras on all all means of transportation to the in, to individuals with disabilities, and mm -hmm. what's happened? Because this is the cool part. Well, it was really like I through a you know I had some conversation with um, a former student. I actually never had this girl in my class, but I would go and you know get her from her classroom and bring her to my classroom very often. Her name is Judy Ward. Her daughter's name is Lauren. And um, Judy and I had messaged back and forth, and she said, you should start a petition. And I thought, well, I've never done anything like that before, but that might be a way to go because my initial thought was I need to get to a senator or a congressman for our state and say, this needs to be a state law for protection of those that can't speak for themselves. I don't have a a clue how I go about doing this and how I ask them to propose a law or to even get it to the, you know, the, the Congress floor for our state. Um, and so she said, start a petition. And I thought, okay, maybe I will. And so I literally that morning on a Saturday morning sat and did my research on the laws before I opened my mouth and thought, let me make sure there isn't a law or there isn't something. And that's when I found that it was only state vehicles that had the mandate. Um, and so I went on change.org and started a petition and shared it on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter, and it exploded. I mean, you know, I just gave a brief synopsis, and I didn't give 
full details because at that point I didn't have many details um, and just said that there's been an allegation of abuse against my brother and I need, you know, people to sign this. What I've heard and I, you know, is that I need about a thousand signatures to get for this to be a petition that would be, I guess, for be- lack of better words, taken seriously by the, you know, to, to, to have validation when I go visit a senator and say, hey, I want you to do this for me. Um, and within two days, I yeah. had over 200 signatures pushing 300. And it just kept going and going and going. And I'm currently about 100 signatures away from it being hitting 1,000. Well, I think um, that this, uh, this podcast is going to change all of that. And if you want to be a part of uh, changing this law, you simply punch in supportingsiblings.com. About halfway down the page is a, is a link that will take you directly to the petition. And I think, uh, Laura, you're well on your way. Kudos to you. It's, it's, it's amazing and exciting that you take we take something here. It may or may never find out what really happened. But no. the solution to the problem... Uh, at least for that specific problem, is uh, is is in sight. I, I really believe it. So that's yeah. That's I mean, and fantastic. I I really I don't. I would be very remiss. I just need to give a quick shout out to a few certain people who have just helped me and helped us. I should say, push this petition. Number one, um, Judy Ward. Um, she has on a daily basis since I started this petition shared it on Facebook, um, and literally has told me she has taken her phone around. She is a surgical nurse, um, and she has taken her phone around work and just walked up to people and said, here, oh, wow. you need to sign this. And <clears throat> excuse me, I, <clears throat> she has gotten doctors and nurses and pharmaceutical reps and receptionists. And, I mean, this woman is on a crusade with me, and I cannot thank her enough for the amount of footwork that she has done, but she realizes her daughter utilizes the same services that, you know, these transportation companies and all of these things. And so this is meaningful for her because her own daughter could fall victim to something like this and she wants something prevented. You know, I, I cannot thank her enough. And, Michelle Proxman oh, has so shared, and Jessica, um, one of my best friends from school for years, oh, the Jesse, first day of seventh grade. She's doing Jessica it too. Jessica Bowen has shared it, and I mean, everybody is, I, people from work, and I just can't say to everybody enough, thank you for, I didn't expect this, I really didn't, and it just kind of blew up, and I thought, Instead of, I, I just need to try to do this because I need to know, you know, and all I kept thinking about was it's not just for Billy. Of course, he's my, my primary focus right now, but I keep looking at all my students who I'm turning out someday into the adult world of disabilities and who will utilize these private transportation companies probably to get them to and from places, and I can't even fathom anything happening to them like but they're so vulnerable and it just it needs to change something needs to be done to protect them so 
that's where we're at. I have no results of any investigation. These things take time. They can take anywhere from six to eight weeks for a thorough investigation to happen. Um, I'm currently trying to work on changing his transportation company, but there's a lot of logistics that are happening with that. Um, and it's just, you know, so going back to that word ferocious, you have to be ferocious right. and, and, and just vigilant in your attempt to do what you have to do sometimes. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's exhausting and it's, it's taxing to, you know, to, to you as an individual, because it's just, you know, sometimes it's just nonstop, but it has to be done. And if we don't, if we don't do this, who will? Yeah, so, exactly. Exactly. You know, Laura. And who I, will? <laughs> well, well, you're doing it and boy, thank you again to everyone that, uh, that has been then sharing this. I, uh, I did a little bit and I can tell you this, I'm ready to, um, like get an intern. Remember Kramer on Seinfeld? He had that college kid following him around, scheduling appointments for him (laughs) because I (laughs) I mean, I love what's happening right now and, and, and our family and individual, all of that. There's so much, but now I'm, I'm, I'm doing this show and, and, uh, producing two others. And then I have one other and that's fantastic. Plus all like all these little side things that are happening are just, they're so fantastic. But then when it comes time to sit and do Facebook and share and um, like, hopefully the people that are listening to this will go, go to our website, click it, share it with everybody. I think we'll hit our hundred signatures um, mm-hmm. really quickly, but um, yeah, good job. And we will keep you updated if you, uh, uh, we'd like to welcome all of our new subscribers. I've been watching, uh, watching the numbers go up and, uh, we have some new, uh, members of Patreon as well as, um, just signing up at our website for blog updates. And, and, um, I'm sure Laura, you got another blog coming out soon. You've been doing at least one every few weeks and, um, I'm actually going to be doing one, uh, Oh, You there? Oh, I'm here. Oh, yeah. I, I thought something something failed. But no, I'm uh, here. yeah, I got some updates too, and let's uh, let's move on to some other cool news, which I I know you know about. But uh, that's for you there, Laura. Great job. <laughs> Thanks. Take a bow. You got a chance at uh, maybe it'd be Billy's Law. That's what I'm. That's yeah. literally what I want to name it. You know, or we could uh, name it. Cookie Monsters. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I got to say, <laughs> just to talk about Billy and, 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 you know, he, we, you went over there that night, took him, took him his goodies, milkshake, mm-hmm. fries, and a mm-hmm. burger. Mm-hmm. And, um, I was sitting here at the house and all of a sudden my phone lights up smile or what is it? Uh, Billy Cookie Monster or yeah. <laughs> Billy, Billy Cookie, Cookie Monster. Monster is trying to FaceTime you. Yeah. And, uh, it was great. He actually talked to me and he knew it was me. And I sang to him over, over that. And we've done this a couple of times now and he's starting yeah. to grasp it a little that we're seeing each other over the phone, you know, I first, yeah. <laughs> which, and he was fine. He was just Billy that night, which is great. And, but, uh, that's really special. Like I, I hung up and I, I kind of got weepy, you know, you know me, I get real mopey when, 
things touch my heart. And I'm like, you know what? That's the first time that my brother ever called me that Billy ever called me himself, you know, and I know like from man, his own was, phone. And, you know, yep. it's always, um, uh, boy, it meant it a was, lot. It was just, I sweet, know, you know, <laughs> it was really cool. Cause they hung up with you and then FaceTimed me yeah. and I literally yelled out loud. Oh my God, it's Billy. Billy's calling. What? <laughs> Wait a minute. Billy's calling me. <laughs> Billy's calling me. Yeah. So yeah, yeah we got him on. You got that I for Billy after mom died. And, yeah. Um, and and the staff has been, you know, it's been a little bit of a learning experience for him, and he doesn't fully quite understand it. He's really focused on YouTube and videos, which is fine. Yeah. Right. Um, you know, but the FaceTime thing took a little bit of uh of you know a for him to figure out. I don't know. I guess figure out that he could see people and talk to them and. Right. Right. But yeah, so he he's was, getting uh, it. I think he, whoop, he got a little loud. Okay. That's fine. Yeah. He, he's definitely getting it. Cause the last couple of times now he's the first one was a pretty solid stare. Like what's happening right now. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but, uh, but it was awesome. I mean, and that was a first right for both of us. When, when it really was, Billy ever, yeah. you know, usually the house calls and that's a different number than his own iPad, obviously. So, you know, sure. if the phone's ringing from there, it's, generally not a good thing i mean yeah you know um so i don't know that was a that was a really special moment those are the good parts it, of technology right there yeah that was it, it, same it's a, i literally thought the same thing i don't think i've ever gotten a phone call from my brother billy and um you know and it was like you know it just it took a little time like i said for him to figure that out but once he figured that ipad out he's got it i mean now it's really funny when he calls me, you know, he's called me, I think, three times now. And I have to just thank the staff for supporting him with that and helping him out. But I have to remotely show him on my phone. I have to go to the, the, the desktop and play Mr. Rogers videos. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Sesame, yeah, one to the other. Sesame Street, yeah. Flintstones. That one's definitely in there. And he likes certain, you know, certain segments. He likes the count, too, now. Oh, he, yeah, he's, he's been, into the count. Yeah, he's into the count, and um, Bert and Ernie, as always. I tried oh, yeah. to do Super Grover. He wasn't that. I did that with him, too. But Yeah. But he's, it's yeah. Always he's Big Bird, the count, Bert yeah. and Ernie, Mr. Rogers, and the Flintstones. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> like instantaneous, type one sentence, and you got it all in front of you, right? Isn't it great? You just have to, how many times <laughs> you run around looking for a videotape, a new Sesame Street videotape that we didn't have or play out? To death. Oh, you know? I know, I know. <laughs> but I mean, uh, I'm actually excited. I want to, you know, make a great announcement and then kind of introduce what's to come with this. And uh, uh, so many, <laughs> but John, John, and I, and a companion, um, maybe two. Uh, I I got one additional confirmed, and maybe two to go with us. But we're going to California. <laughs> and you get a break. Yeah. I wish you, you were going. I, I, know. I, I know, but you're not supposed to, I think. I mean, just you need. I think we're going to travel together sometime, though. Oh, yeah. I, I see some things in the future, but I've done this with John. We've uh, we've zipped across the country from here to Nashville to Denver and um, a couple other cities. I took him with me, but Florida, we vacation with mom. So traveling with him is can be very tiring but 
it's it's a nonstop laugh. It is a nonstop laugh traveling with John. Something is gonna happen. It really He's is. gonna say something. Um, yep. I I mean so we are gonna um we have a whole package of iPhones. We have four iPhones that we're gonna rotate and almost videotape constantly on this trip. Yeah. So um first of all, um just go to supporting siblings and sign up and then the special link to Patreon and through both Patreon, you'll get some enhanced updates, but uh, we are going to be doing all kinds of things. And I was, uh, there was so much going on with the new home that we moved into. And that was actually coming in question that um, we were going to be able to close. We got early access and I was starting to get nervous about this trip happening. And then Laura, you, I, I actually like literally said a prayer that morning and like, all right, God, I'm trying to be mindful of the door shutting again. You know, that's fine. I just let me know now and figure out how to let John John know it's not the right time because some of it was financial. Some of it was the fact that we thought we had to move and that this house wasn't going to work out. And, and um, we had, you know, some tickets just a lot happened that made me go, whoa. And then mm-hmm. all of a sudden you, you text me, um, what Jill did. And it mm-hmm. was after the episode that, um, where I, I did the bonus thing about John, John and our trip. And it's pretty funny. Uh, she got luggage tags, which, um, uh, now that we're saying this, go to our Instagram or go to our website and you're going to see, uh, pictures, of what Jill got us. And thank you so much because I was like really questioning what, whether it was not happening. And, and it was like, I, I just show me a little nugget that I'm on the right track and that it's going to work out and I'll surrender this and it'll, you'll provide, you know? Mm-hmm. And let me tell you doing that, it was a matter of hours. And like my, I, I opened up that text and I see these things and, and it's so adorable it says uh, on John John's tag, it says, Larry, what time is it? And then on my tag, it says, John, it's two minutes to midnight. And um, yeah, oh, come on. <laughs> yeah, it also says, John, hey, I'm John from Central Oh, yeah, time. that's right. I'm John <laughs> from Eastern I'm John Time. From Eastern Time, sorry. <laughs> which um, <clears throat> I know he's going to do it. Uh, I just hope we get that moment <laughs> when it's natural. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he'll, do, he'll do something. It'll be great. And, you know, this is the whole point of this. Definitely not a vacation for me, but that's fine. I got one coming in the fall. So, I mean, I'm I'm excited about seeing some things we've never seen. Jason Protzman, our cousin, is putting all of us up and taking care of our transportation and food. And we have a trip to um, a nursing home lined up where John just loves being empathetic and visiting. It's what he does at home uh, at his day program. He does Meals on Wheels. Uh, there's also mm-hmm. a, um, a really big homeless uh, type soup kitchen that we're going to go serve that, that Jason Protzman's church is involved with. And of course, seeing some sites, but you know, when people experience John, he's, he's never forgotten. And uh, it's, it's amazing how his spirit shines <clears throat> out, especially for what's about to happen and see all these time zones and, and, uh, but that's the really goal. The goal is to to share with the world what agape love is, and it's hard to explain it, but 
you have to experience it. And that's what people mm-hmm. experience when, when they're in with John, John, you know, we see mm-hmm. him, you know, we, we, uh, he called me and you the other day on, on February 6th and, yep. um, yeah, I didn't even think twice about the date and he was crying and he's like, guess what today is? And I'm going through my, my head. Okay. Who's death is it no grandpa was the end of february and i'm like john i i don't know 23 months and i as soon as he said it i knew where he was going yeah and you know i said to him just like we've shared this we went on the grief episode i'm like john john i don't celebrate monthly anniversaries of mom's death and it once a year is enough for me you know if you're sad right now i can't celebrate this anniversary with you and, you know, really got him to try to work with him that he doesn't have to feel this grief. And I know this is what makes autism so uh, so difficult sometimes, you know, mm-hmm. because that becomes routine. And, you know, <clears throat> yep. you, uh, you had a week with it at school. And, I mean, let's just be real. Sometimes you're like, all right. I need a break from the Rain Man thing here. Uh, yeah. <laughs> need a recharge. Is, plug me in. That is an absolute perfect way to describe it. Yeah. Like sometimes I it's, just can't. Like, dude, I just can't do this right now. And it's a normal and, feeling that anyone yeah. will experience from time to time. And that's when you know it's time to take care of yourself. Yeah. And whatever recharges you, going to the show, doing a hobby, make make a way for a break and you know you get recharged mine is just what laughing comedy stand-up comedy is a great recharge for me or one of our classic funny movies you know Mm -hmm. i don't know but but a special thanks to jill for uh yeah i don't even know if she realized the magnitude of what that did for me that day and it was like okay all right we're on i don't know how yet and laura um I'm going to be publicly announcing who helped. They, they, they don't want to be acknowledged, but um, on two different fronts, a very prominent um, uh, musician in the um, heavy, Christian heavy metal industry sponsored part of the tickets, and, and um, the other one was from a, a lifelong mentor. And they both aren't, they, they kind of said, no, don't, we don't need a public thank you. Um, but we, you know, we get what you're doing and are behind it. And we still have the Southwest thing in the works. We sent them a nice letter uh, to their customer service department, sharing with them uh, the video of John John that we made and with him going down with Southwest and what they've done for us over the years and how we met Amanda, gave them that whole history. And we know that we got elevated to the next level. And if, and if tickets or something works out with that, uh, yep. We will, you know, definitely do that on another trip. And because this is just the beginning of this, it's a way to, to uh, help. Well, I mean, not just John's lifelong dream, but to bring him. Uh, um, oh, boy, train just went by. <laughs> bring awareness to you have a visitor. Great vision. Uh, if you haven't listened to that last episode, um, go backwards and listen to the And you, you'll hear all about what. Another Sib um, who doesn't have the uh, uh, a sibling who is able to travel at least relatively alone. She can't be alone at all and needs a travel companion. So go check out that episode, and that will <clears throat> uh, get in a sore throat. 
check out that episode and you'll get up to speed on there or just go to supporting siblings.com. If you want to be a paid subscriber, you get, um, this episode uncut and unedited and hear Laura and I, when we don't think we're really being recorded or a mistake <laughs> or when you stick your tongue out full of cream cheese or whatever the heck you did Whip earlier. Cream. It was cool same lip. thing. It looks the same. <laughs> Yeah, let me just say this. And about it kind of um, just, just offsets. Wanna... Oh, go ahead. Yeah, what? say yeah, say something. <clears throat> Dill is um, a dear friend that I work right next door to. Literally, our classrooms are separated by a makeshift wall and a door. And so all day long, Dill and I are near one another, pinging off one another, or taking kids or sharing kids or sharing duties, all of that kind of thing. Um, and I just want to say Jill is genuinely one of the nicest people I've ever met. She is one of the most empathetic people I've ever met. Um, and is just, I mean, from her heart does things to make people have a better day. Um, and, and rare was, gems in this world, man. Yeah, rare you know, gems this was just so a essential. really good, a really good example of how she is, and just things she does, just randomly. Um, you know, un, un, I don't know what the word is, like just unprompted, just from her heart, just did it. You know, and said, texted me one night and said, "What's your brother's phone number?" And you know, I have a surprise and. And, you know, and I'm like, oh, okay. And I, so I gave her your phone number and the next day she's like, come here, I want to show you this. And it was just, I mean, that's just Jill. That wraps Jill up in a, in a nutshell. And, um, yeah, I'm rare gem. I mean, it was yeah, such I, a, it was like, gosh, I don't know. It's it, such a little thing, but it's not a little thing, you know? I mean, yeah. it was thoughtful and thought through and special, unique, all that. And, kind of sets the tone with what we're doing. And, and like I said, I felt uh, I have no no bones about saying that was an answered prayer that day. She had no clue yeah. that I was no, at that point, didn't. you know. Nope, and nope, I was like at a point where like, man, oh, at this point, I, I we've put this off for so many other reasons. This can't be it. Too many good things have happened so far. And uh, so thank you, Jill. And there you yeah. go. She's, yeah. she's an amazing individual. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's awesome. And, and it's been a real pleasure to work with her and, you know, learn from her. She's, you know, she's been teaching in this type of classroom, you know, that we both teach in for 31 years. And, you know, although I grew up with it and I have life experience from, you know, birth on, um, you know, so, you know, I carry with me life experience, but she carries with her a ton of expertise that I have, you know, used in my days of teaching. And, um, she is just, she's an amazing person and I'm you know, blessed to have her in my life. I really am. I just those kind of people are so essential enough. to each other, you know, and oh, she's wonderful. We, we all are. And, um, boy, if you don't, you having a friend like that is just, you know, it's been fantastic. So, yeah. uh, again, we're going to kind of wind down the episode. You and I are going to talk about music for a minute, oh just boy. for a minute. No, this is not, <laughs> come on, we got, but you know, this is, you had a, okay. you did something pretty cool the other night. I'm very proud of. Oh, okay. You went, went to see Kiss. <laughs> I did not. I what? Did so. 
So you're no, sending me was... videos, and here I think you're sitting in the audience. No. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. No. That... You're like, Are oh, you check kidding? this out. And you sent me. No. <laughs> I sent you a video that Vince, my husband, sent me. Oh. Yeah. Oh, Chris my gosh. I was so Vince. excited. I'm like, wow, Big Vince, Laura, and Chris. and No. And, no, and no, no, no. Vincent... Oh. No, thank you. I went to bed at 10 o'clock. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, no, thank you. <laughs> I'm not well, really sure I could handle all that. <laughs> well, that's okay, but um, I don't know what else to say there. Oh, <laughs> like, wow, she's checking out David Lee Roth. No, what? I yeah. just forwarded that video that Vince sent me. <laughs> Let me guess, your next concert is Justin, not Justin Bieber, what's his name? Timberlake. Yeah, that's it. Unfortunately, he's not on tour. I actually don't have any concert tickets. Come at on all down here. I'll give you his address. Actually, Chris and I were just talking. Apparently, uh, uh, at Bridgestone Arena, Alan Jackson will be in Nashville August seventh or eighth or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I said to Chris, "Oh, we should go down and make that could be the concert we make Uncle Larry go to." <laughs> so. A uh, little story about Alan Jackson. Here's my confessions of a DJ. I used to do backline work. You know that. In my episode with uh, Sammy Hagar and uh, Nicole Kidman there. Uh-huh. Yeah. But we had to, uh, at Bridgestone Arena, uh, he was doing a new tour and had a brand new stage. It looked like the front of a truck. So we had to go set up the rehearsal stage. So it wasn't like a real event. They were going to just rehearse there for a month or so. And the first thing that was on the truck, and it was about five cases of Jack Daniels, we had to load in (laughs) and put it in the green room. That was like the first thing off the truck. And um, we went back somewhere. Oh, yeah, that's right. But anyways, there's my Alan Jackson story. He was really nice. He gave us... he was actually one of the ones that were really kind to us hands, you know, the guys, the stage people and audio and, and lighting. And we all got like a T-shirt and a nice little like thank you package for helping out, which is rare and that, that artist, you know, acknowledge the people that help them out. But that was pretty cool for me not yeah. being a big country fan. But so I have found that we're going to wrap it up with this. Sis, and again, kudos to you while I change my assignments here. Change my button assignments. Let's see, since we don't have Whatever anything new. <laughs> Aren't we going to talk about Tim Tebow? That was, uh, I just love that honking <laughs> laughing that you do. I don't have anything new to play. Oh, but, my God. Yeah, the new song. So, if you really, how much of it have you listened to? That what song, California. Song? The song about, California. Oh, about forty-five seconds of it. Oh man, you got I was trying. Listen, I was trying to get John ready last night, and I was trying to get a video I'm, rocking to it. Oh yes, and- yes, you did that. So before we play that, let's wrap up with something else really cool and acknowledge um, the the Tebow Foundation and what they did last night for John John. We're gonna we got to get a, a a picture up of him in his tuxedo, and yeah. uh, he was in a tuxedo. So Laura. Tell about what you've been working on the last three months with him, getting him. Um, but it was you know, beautiful. Yeah. That, so the Tim Tebow Foundation does this thing called Night to Shine. And so he, I, and I don't, I, I mean, 
I literally knew very little about this. However, I can tell you that I know like churches across the world um, take this on as, you know, a prom for individuals with disabilities. And I don't even know, I don't think there's age limits. So, you know, John's 47 years old. There were people there older than him, younger than him. Um, last night, the Watermark Wesleyan Church here in Hamburg, New York, um, they have a beautiful facility. Um, they hosted the Night to Shine prom. And I have, I had no idea what to expect. I had heard things and I had, you know, watched, seen some things on social media. But until you, you know, walked through it the first time, I was blown away. Like, first of all. Oh, you know, that red that, carpet yeah. intro. That That's oh, what yeah. I want to put up. I mean, yeah, you know, yeah. John John calls, and I mean, what he said about that part, that part, I felt like a wrestler. I felt and like a wrestler. I felt like a wrestler. <laughs> and then I see the video, and John, he was so natural. I had a both thumbs up there like he just won, a, won oh, an yeah. award. Yeah. Oh, it was like, beautiful. Was, he was just, I mean, it was unbelievable. Like, first of all, I want to say that this was an absolutely free event. It cost us. Nothing. Nothing. With the exception Nothing. of with the exception of him renting the tux, which he didn't even have to do, but I thought I want to give him the full experience. And it cost so actually even renting the tux, it cost fifty dollars through men's warehouse because they have an agreement with the Tebow Foundation to offer a very reduced price for the tux. So, you know, he actually got a smoking deal on the tux. And so we went over one night, got him measured. He picked out the color of his own tie, and we did all that. And then he went this past week and picked up the tux, and I brought, went and picked him up after work on Friday and brought him back to the house and got him all dressed here and helped him get this tux on and, you know, took some pictures, and out the door we went. And when we got there, you walk in, and to your left, is where they go over and get their boutonniere or their corsage. Every single person that walked in the door last night got a boutonniere or a corsage. Oh, that's um, fantastic. So nice. Yeah. To the right was where... That was decorated um, beautifully. They, oh, my I God. Saw. There were lights and streamers and balloons, and it was just beautiful. And to your right, they had a karaoke station for the kids. And then they had, I say kids, but individuals. They had a professional photographer taking photos. They had a makeup station for the girls to get their hair and makeup done, a shoe shine station for the guys. Um, there was a therapy dog there, a German Shepherd in a tuxedo. <laughs> that was adorable. Um, they had um, a sensory room for kids if it, you know that if it got too loud and overwhelming, earphones that they could wear if it was too loud and overwhelming. This room where the sensory tables were stuff. set up. Wow. Yeah, it's set up as a beautiful formal dining event um, that, <clears throat> um, you know, where they went and ate dinner in a separate room where the dancing was and where the red carpet was set up. And the foot, like free, you know, the foot, and then, you know, it's, it's all that wasn't enough and everything that that entailed and, you know, just every single base was covered as if all that wasn't enough. When John walked out the door, they got what they called a swag bag. And it was a string backpack. And it had, not only did it have his um, formal photo in a glass, beautiful frame that said prom, already all printed out for him. 
that was part of his swag bag. But inside there, they also had a gift certificate, a gift card for Walmart, a gift certificate for a local oh, wow. restaurant nearby um, for Ilio de Palos, uh, two free movie passes for two different theaters in the area, a gift certificate for Burger King for a free combo meal, and all these other little goodies like a cush ball and a silly straw and just I mean a keychain that with a crown. And and the whole spiritual undertone to everything was, you know, <clears throat> you are every single person last night, every guest was crowned king or queen. And the, wow. the undertone to that was this is how God sees you all. You are wow, a king amazing. and a queen. And it was I had chills all night long. I have never seen Anything like Let's it. See and if we can of, make that happen down here. Oh, I wonder, you absolutely! I would so. love like, to look into that. Oh my gosh, yeah. Larry! It was it was the most one of the most amazing events yeah. I have ever been to. With the tone underneath it of, you are a king and queen for the night, but this is the way that the Lord sees you every single day of your life, and <clears> we love you, and you matter, and that you're beautiful, and it was just amazing and i just couldn't believe everything that that entailed and yeah. and there's a place where parents can go and hang out or you know caretakers can go and hang out and get a break and i got to be honest that once i got him situated and got every all went through all the things that was entitled to him boutonniere picture and shoe shine and all that stuff and he got in there on the red carpet and started his dancing. Oh, and that's the other thing. Every single guest, and by the way, they had over 100 registered guests. Every single guest is assigned a buddy so that each person has someone with them all night long. Oh, wow. So jo John's buddy's name was Angela. I know she was there's with a... Him all night. Yeah, I'm going to... Oh, that's that's so great. I'm, I want to look know, so into this. I, didn't, I did not have to stay with him and supervise him. It was a chance also for parents and caregivers to say, here they are, have a ball. I need a break. I can either go to this room and chill. Some parents just drop their, their, you know, children off. And I thought, okay, it was about seven o'clock. The prom went till about nine. And I thought realistically, if John was going to prom, I wouldn't be hanging out. I left. I went to a local restaurant nearby. Took a break. I sat and had a, yeah. ba took, had a and banana no worries. split. No worries. And no worries. Yeah, and I went fantastic. back at 8.30. And he was exhausted by then. They had eaten. And then they had, it was just, yeah. I can't believe. So if this, if Tim Tebow ever hears this. <laughs> well, you never know. I, you know, and even if he doesn't, and if anybody else hears this, just thank you for such an amazing, amazing thing that was done last night for these individuals. It was the most wonderful thing I've seen in a long time. Oh, yeah. It was just beautiful. Yeah, it sure was. It, it sure was. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to put the photograph of uh, John in his talks looking all dapper yeah. and handsome yeah. up on supportingsiblings.com. It'll, we'll make that real accessible. We have a page called the Fish Family, and we we uh, we made some updates to it recently. Mom and Dad's uh, Dad's last newsletter we put up from Agape Parents Fellowship, and then the one that Mom wrote 
that summer after dad passed. And those are two really special ones to us. So you can learn a little bit about us and then also take a look at what's going on in our lives right now and, and the ongoing challenge and, and just want to reach out to other sibs that are out there, uh, hit us up and, um, and thank you for the ones that have and have become Patreon uh, members. It's helping with our website expenses and little things like that. Um, that, uh, that are, are, are very much appreciated. We are not doing this for the money. That's for sure. There's, you know, um, we ever start making real money off this, it's going right back into what, what, uh, like programs like this, that, that I can tell you and taking John John on trips, doing something for Billy, helping, helping those that always are limited and what they can do because of finances and, and, and different things like that. So, um, this is all great. So Laura wrapping this up, I want to see what you think. Here's our little um, music session as we close this episode, but it's been uh, lots of good stuff despite, you know, the, uh, the incident with Billy and I, yeah. he's okay. And make sure again, subscribe to Patreon, sign the petition, follow along on the GoFundMe page. And I am going to go up there and, change our goal. I had a high goal on there so that we could take a crew and film this. And I got the equipment provided. I have the assistant, um, going with it's, uh, well, part of the trip, it's Jacob. Jacob's going to be there and this will be fantastic. And we have someone else coming out like to split the trip. Uh, thank you to the supporters. So all's we all's we could use is just a little bit so i, I mean i can tell you this john's going to want to buy t-shirts and trinkets so mm-hmm. anyone that signs up on the five dollar subscription and all the current um members as a thank you one thing john john loves to do when we were on the road we stopped in every state and he got postcards and he sat down and wrote po- postcards to everybody do you, do you remember when he sent the one from kansas oh, yeah. to you yeah so <laughs> Sign up on our Patreon page, $5. It will buy you the most heartfelt, beautiful postcard from John John on the trip. And uh, that will go to that expense, mailing them and taking them out to uh, get a San Francisco T-shirt and all that. So I had a friend come over, uh, um, this young gal. She actually reminds me so much of my daughter, Lara. And she's like, I heard that she knows about the trip. And she's like, I heard the coolest song that you guys could use as your theme trip. And it's from a local band here called the Delta Saints. And uh, the song's called California. It came out last year, blah, blah, blah. You got to check it out. I got to check it out. So I am going to share this with the world. And we are going to put together something to this song. Uh, We've already sent a reach out to the band here and making sure we get permission uh, this is a signed band. These guys are these guys are an indie artist. They've uh, they've got signed to a record deal, and goes to tell you, Laura. I think you're going to like this. I don't know, but uh, thank you so much for tuning in to supporting siblings and and our audience that is currently with us, and to all the new ones, welcome. And uh, and see what you think of this, Laura. This one is called California by the Delta Saints.
he's probably going to love that song. Oh, I know he's going to love it. And, you know, I know it's kind of tough for you to listen over the phone, but when you punch it in on Apple Music, that is uh, California by the Delta Saints. Great song. Thank you, Jessica. You are exactly right. Nothing fits better. That has the beat John likes to rock to. It's perfect. And uh, we're going to get some video of him rocking in front of the San Francisco Bay Bridge and some sites in L.A. and then Yosemite Park and put together a nice uh, post-follow-up to this trip and, and everything that's going to happen. So super excited, really excited. Thank you again to our cousin, Jason and shell husband and wife, putting us up for, uh, the, the trip coming up here nine days and very, very excited. Good episode. Good show. Time to yeah. wrap. We're right at an hour. This is good. All Thanks right. a lot for listening. All right. All just right. Take care. Okay. You too. We hope you enjoyed today's episode and invite you to share your stories and write to us at a not so typical at gmail.com or visit supporting sibs.transistor.fm and connect with us on all our socials. Hey, let me 